July 29th, 2015, International Tiger Day, and I was quoted by CNN. Ban America's pet tigers, activists say, as wild tiger numbers drop to record low by Monica Sarker. This was dated July 29th, 2015. International Tiger Day falls on July 29th, aiming to raise awareness of the endangered animal around three... I guess there's no period there. (laughs) Animal... Around 3,000 wild tigers exist today, yet an estimated 5,000 are kept in U.S. backyards. Wildlife organizations are urging the U.S. government to pass the Big Cats and Public Safety Act. CNN, more tigers are kept as pets in the U.S. than roam free in the wild, campaigners say, as they call for tough new laws to ban the practice on International Tiger Day. While just 3,000 tigers inhabit forests across Asia and Russia, it is estimated that as many as 5,000 are kept captive in small cages in U.S. backyards. The main reason for all of these cats in backyards and basements and garages across America is that it's legal for people to have their picture taken with a cute little tiger cub or lion cub, Carol Baskin, founder of CEO of Big Cat Rescue, explains to CNN. And those cubs are only cute and manageable until they're about 12 weeks old. By the time they are 13 weeks old, the people who are using them for these photo booths find that it costs $10,000 a year to take care of them, so they give them away. They sell them, says Baskin. And that cost is just for the food and veterinary costs, not the maintenance of highly secure cages and facilities. The International Fund for Animal Welfare, IFAW, in conjunction with other animal protection organizations such as Big Cat Rescue, are calling on Congress to pass the Big Cats and Public Safety Protection Act to end private possession and breeding of various big cats. Lee Henry, senior policy advisor at World Wildlife Fund, tells CNN, the act has failed to gain sufficient support to be moved through the legislative process in the past, although she hopes that will change. It is critical that the U.S. get a better handle on this population and that we demonstrate conservation leadership to influence China with an even larger captive tiger population to take similar actions, she adds. The dangers of keeping big cats as pets is evident in figures which show that between 1990 and 2015, eight people were killed and 54 injured by domestic big cats in the U.S., Tim Harrison, director of Outreach for Animals, which also rescues unwanted exotic pets, tells CNN, I do not know of an owner, and I used to own big cats, that has not been attacked or scared by a mature big cat. If they tell you any different, they are lying. That living in a fantasy land ultimately costs the owner and the cat their lives. He says captive tigers, for example, become larger than their owners and are often forced to spend their adult lives in cages. The tiger doesn't understand why he's now a prisoner when he used to sleep with you. Some owners surgically alter the cats, which makes it hard to place at many sanctuaries because a declawed cat with rounded canines and not fed correctly cannot protect itself from other cats. A retired police officer, Harrison adds, it is always the police and fire department that have to handle these calls. There is no training academy that teaches them to handle this kind of incident. Please take my cat, a rescuer of bobcats, also known as wildcats, since she was 17 years old. Baskin of Big Cat Rescue started receiving calls asking her to take in tigers and lions by people who couldn't handle them anymore. Living on five acres of land in Florida in 1992, she bought 67 more acres to try and meet the ever-growing demand. 
In 2003, the Captive Wildlife Safety Act was passed, criminalizing the import, export, buying, selling, transporting, receiving, and acquiring of big cats with exemptions. After the law was passed, Baskin found that the number of calls she was getting from people desperate to offload their exotic pets dropped from 312 to approximately 160. However, legal loopholes were soon discovered. It only applied to people who were buying them as pets. So anybody can get a USDA license, which is considered a commercial permit for 40 bucks. Then your tiger is not a pet, it's a commercial enterprise. That's how people get around state bans. We're going to have to change the laws if we're going to solve this problem, Baskin says. Dark figure of crime. There's another serious problem other than the profiteering from these animals. It's suspected that some of the tigers may end up in the illegal wildlife trade for bones and parts, suggested to be worth hundreds of millions of dollars. We estimate that there are conservatively around 200 of these cubs being bred and used each year, but there are no way, but there are no way near, but there are nowhere near that many cubs ending up in need of rescue. I said way because that's what I wrote and it should have been where. We really believe that they are ending up in the illegal trade. The problem is that's just such a hard thing to prove. It's a tight network of these bad guys that work together and they are so careful not to let it be known what they're doing outside of their own industry. When Baskin, is when Baskin has accompanied the authorities on big cat raids and taken in the animals, she has usually found them to be in deplorable conditions. The last raid that we did was in August last year, and that was the first time we rescued a cat that was in decent condition. We've been doing this for 22 years. Keeping big cats should... This says keeping big cats should be allowed. <laughs> I think that was a mistake. The tiger she took in belonged to Timothy Gress, 52, from Augusta, Georgia, who was relocating the exotic animals of his sanctuary, Augusta Conservation Education, which he began about 22 years ago while working full-time as an electrician. Home to a lynx, cougar, leopard, sliger, which is a tiger and lion hybrid, several big lions, a gray wolf, and a black bear, Gress needed to wind down the operation as it had become too big to handle. Gress says there are always going to be tigers in captivity in the U.S. You're never going to stop it. There are too many that they don't even know exist. Gress opened his sanctuary about 22 years ago while working full-time as an electrician. Using his reliable contacts to successfully house all of his animals within six months, Big Cat Rescue took in his last animal, a female tiger called Kali, who was born to a mother who was abandoned in unsanitary conditions by a breeder 15 years ago. Gress argues that keeping an exotic pet should be allowed. Oh, well, I guess that that's what, I guess that was right. It wasn't a typo. Gress argues that keeping an exotic pet should be allowed, as long as the owners know what they're in for. <laughs> he advocates training programs for anyone who wants to share their living space with a wild animal. If they've trained properly and you're doing it for the right reasons, then you can successfully do the things that make their lives better, he tells CNN. That's ultimately what we're after. They didn't ask to be in a cage in the United States, but they're here, and it's our job to make them comfortable. In fact, he says his animals were living very contently. They had covered enclosures, they had swimming pools, and they had fresh meat and water daily. 
and he speaks passionately and at length about how to take care of such predators. Before entering a tiger cage, you have to greet the tiger or chuff. (laughs) I'm reading a newspaper article. I would never have written this kind of stupidity. The sound, he says, tigers make when they come across each other in the wild. You don't turn your back. You move in a circular motion in a corner of the pen. If they're startled, then that means when you go inside, you're probably not going to have a good experience, he laughs. Breeders are part of the problem. Gress maintains that he never bred, sold, or commercially exploited his animals. Anybody that breeds is, a part, is not a part of the solution. They're part of the problem, he said. However, many wildlife activists wish to discourage both ownership and breeding of wild cats. The proposed Big Cats and Public Safety Protection Act would ban both if it gains enough political support. Gress argues, there are always going to be tigers in captivity in the U.S. You're never going to stop it. There are too many. This is the same thing. Uh, There are too many that they don't even know exists. International Tiger Day falls annually on July 29th, aimed to raise awareness of the endangered animal. Baskin believes the proposed bill could be the wild tiger's redeemer. If we ban private possession and people get caught with wild tiger parts, a premium product, they have to prove where they came from. The tiger in the wild has a chance if we can ban the private possession. Although she says she carries out her duties without a grudge, she wishes it wasn't required. All of us who are in the sanctuary industry want to put ourselves out of business. We don't want there to be a need for a place to have to rescue big cats from horrible situations. We want that whole industry, that whole practice, people using them to end. Harrison believes disillusionment is a major part of the problem. Everyone wants a tiger cub, but no one wants a tiger.